Welcome back to Don't Call It a Book Club. My name is Luke. My name is Dan. Today we have finished The Final Empire. And you know what? It was such a big finish. Uh, no warm-up. No warm-up today. We've got a, we've got a lot to talk about. No, um, no warm-up because I, I want to get us started with something pretty, pretty major, Luke. Okay. The, this section starts and they do a big execution in order to like punish the ska for the like rebellion that they started to lead. So they gather up a bunch of mm-hmm. ska and just like, execute a bunch of random people in the town square. Yeah. And this is like a big horrific thing that they do. And yes, it's like big and horrific, but there's a detail here where it says if they don't show up, they'll kill you. Like if ska don't come to watch, they'll kill them. So, like, these executions don't have a lot of power anymore, right? They lose a lot of power when you're just murdering people, any like, all the time anyway. Yeah, I mean, the thing with the Ska is just that you're murdering so many of them in cold blood all the time that, like, more executions are probably, like, unusual but not to the level that i think we're used to right no no and like i don't understand what you're trying to do with this like is this supposed to make people like afraid is this supposed to be like oh don't you don't get out of line or we'll kill a bunch of you it's like you already kill us all the time you're killing us all (laughs) the time every day (laughs) this is kind of like it does seem like the the Lord Ruler and the the organization, whatever, have have gone over the line of like, you know, in like creating a sense of dejection amongst the the community and into the like section of just like they have absolutely nothing to lose. And it's like, yeah, let's rebel. It literally does not matter. Right, right. They're going to kill me for just, like, walking around anyway, so I might as well rebel. Right, because, like, there's there's the argument, right, in a normal, in a, in, in a different book, let's say, uh, where, uh, like, a character is trying to rebel or something, and they, you know, feel super guilty because their actions are causing the deaths of people within their, within their side. Darrow. But on this one... Darrow. <laughs> Right. But on this one, it's like, I, it's, I don't know, like, do we really care that much at this point? <laughs> yeah, don't feel bad about all the collateral damage, because honestly, it's it's working out great for them. It's working out better for them than it could. Which is sort of it's what like we get at the end. A thousand end. years, a thousand years where we're just like killing and subjugating the ska to a such an extreme degree that like any loss at this point just who cares about it <laughs> the pile is so big that adding even like a hundred all at once is like a pittance you don't even notice it doesn't right. even tip the scale right, right. <sighs> yeah this is a, this is a good point you need something else <laughs> executions you don't work lazy. anymore that's what it is i think the, i think the lord of rulers gotten lazy Hmm. I honestly he needs to come up with more creative solutions. I, I can't think of any aside from like maybe have a uh, 
little sit down with everyone, have a little listening session, <laughs> do a little town hall. <laughs> this actually <laughs> gets to a point or gets to a note that I didn't actually have. Um, but so, right, we finished the book. So we have gotten past the point where we we kill the Lord Ruler. Mm-hmm. Right. So so we're no longer getting his perspective on anything. Um, why was he so mean? Um, okay, okay. This is a good question. I think part of it is he was just inherently, like, a bad guy. He was, like, inherently pretty, like, kind of racist, I think, and had a very rigid, like, had a very rigid worldview. And I think another part is that it's hinted at in the journal, in the notebook, that if somebody goes in with like selfish intent they have the power to like be like even worse like it will amplify those tendencies within them um Mm -hmm. so i think that's another part of it the last part is this person has been around for a thousand years like they are so disconnected from normal people at this point that they do not even see them as real Right. I, okay. So I, I agree with that. And and I think that's probably a good argument for this. The only thing that I was thinking is just that like, you got to be bored at a yeah. certain point. And it's like, I've like, am tired of just like, killing the ska. I don't know. I want to try something new. What if we flip it? What if we decide to flip it for 100 <laughs> years? <laughs> right. I mean, maybe for the first like couple centuries, we've we've gotten hints that right, it was pretty different back then when like they were he was building the the empire. Uh huh. But it's I don't know. It seems like it's been seven hundred or more years of roughly similar structure. Right. Yeah. He found something that works. You know, if it ain't broke, Luke. It's true. It's true. It's working super well. It seems to be working well. It's been great well. so far. Um, <laughs> so, actually, now that we're talking about the ska, the where did the ska come from? Are they just, like, it, the history is that they're the people who opposed the Lord Ruler? Is that right? And, like, sided but, with the deepness? I, I'm, not sh- I'm not sure. I, I feel like it has to be later is when they opposed him okay so this is just like a class of people then this isn't like my my question is it doesn't seem like you can differentiate by look who a sky is right yeah for sure so this is just like a group that they're saying that if you're a part of this group it's like a caste or like a class system that's very rigid yes yeah that's got to be tough. Like, how do you maintain that? It feels so hard to maintain that when it's just purely, I don't know, you you were dirty. You look dirty, so you must be a ska. Right. I Okay, so we also hear... I, I think the distinction goes more about who is a noble rather than who is a ska, right? Mm. Because the nobles, at least previously, we heard were... Um, like descendants of the people that helped him mm-hmm. during this, like, uh, I don't know, fight quest, whatever we're going to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I mean, now that we know that it's not that guy, right? Mm-hmm. It's 
Rashak, I think was the name. Um, I, is that still true? Like he was a the the like Pac Man for like kind of later in the quest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is he uh, still just like you? You were buddies with the hero, right? Turns out I was the hero the whole time. Surprise. Now you're my buddies. I think there's a couple of questions that I would... There's a couple of options here that I would pose. One is that, yes, these are buddies of the old hero, and the Rashek is just like, hey, he didn't make it, but I took up his mantle and cut off the ring from Sauron's hand. Um, So I'm the king now. Right. The other option is... These were the people that supported the coup. These are mm. the people that went with Rashak against the like prophesied hero. Sure. Okay. And so he's like, yeah, I'll reward your, your betrayal. I'll reward your <laughs> siding with me, a psycho. <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. Can you imagine like, so pre- this decision was made, right? however many years ago Mm -hmm. thousand somewhere in that range you know like it's tough to decide where that line is right it's like who who's gonna be my who's i i don't know if there was a limited number he's like i can pick 20 it's very tough to be number 21 because like maybe you maybe you bring rushek a candy bar once (sighs) more like last week and your your descendants are in great shape. Uh-huh. Um but you you said that that one comment that y- you meant to be a joke, but Rushek actually took it kind of negatively and now your descendants are ska for a thousand years. Oh no, I said one thing about his haircut. I said one comment <laughs> about how like yeah, it's a little uneven. And that wasn't even a insult. I was come more directing that the barber and now everyone's ska forever. Now all my descendants are scoffed. Well, most people, I, I always think that people want me to tell them if their haircut is bad, right? Ooh. But maybe I should, maybe, maybe uh, I should just always say it's good. I think just always say it's and good. And my family won't be ska. Yeah, I think always say it's good. Uh, yeah, man, that cutoff had to be so tight. What do you feel like <laughs> in uh, coming to the end of this now? What do you think the ratio is of ska to non-ska? I don't think we ever get a specific number, do we? No, no, for sure not. Um, I mean, it's got to be pretty big. I, I would like much more ska. The fact that they have the ska guarding the like imperial palace to me is an indication that they're just outnumber non-ska like twenty or thirty to one. Yeah. Because there's no, I I don't get the sense that there's a middle class. No, I don't think so. Right. I mean, there's obviously like lower level nobles, but those are just like still in the upper class, scar in the lower class, but there's no one in between. So I feel like Scott's got to be like 90%, if not more, of yeah. the population. Yeah, huge discrepancy. Um, and I guess this is where the like soothing towers come in because otherwise yeah we're rebelling day two day two we're like guys there's no way there's no way you're doing this to us right yeah yeah 
Um, so yeah, it seems like he just a while ago picked X amount of his buddies, and he's like, uh, everybody else, ska. Sorry, I'm too. I I don't want to try to figure out a middle class system. It's too it's too laborious for me. I'm doing I'm doing friends as as nobles. Everybody else, ska. He's got like his MySpace top eight or whatever it used to be. <laughs> He's like, you guys get to be nobles. We're cool. Everybody else, sorry, you're slaves forever, and we're gonna treat you really it's bad. Tough. It's very tough. Really bad. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Do you have anything more on just like general ska population? Um, no no let's move on from this guy okay okay uh i have a very small note on kelsier that i want to that i want to mention before we get onto larger stuff uh kelsier famously is always late to everything right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh at one point someone's kind of teasing about this and he's like yeah if you're on time to everything that means you don't have more important things to do that's the rudest thing I've ever heard. It's so bad. Think of the implication for everybody else who's there. Right. It's like, come on, man. Like, we're doing stuff. <laughs> it's one thing if you're just disorganized and that's why you're late to everything. But if you're late intentionally to like as a power play on everyone else, so fucking rude. If I find out somebody's doing that, I'm secretly telling everyone the meeting starts 10 minutes later than it does. Yeah. Yeah. What do you... Come on. Come on, Kelsier. This is not acceptable. (laughs) This guy needs to go to an HR training. Um, That's right. That's right. Okay. But that's, that's, that's a small... It's a small piece. I've got a little... Um, uh, Hold on. In the same vein, I've got a small piece about, um, what is it? El... Elden? Elden? The... Oh man, why the, am I forgetting his name? The one, the the noble that Vin likes. <laughs> yeah, that one. Elland. Elland. Yes. Elland at one point is talking about his his style, and he's like, uh, "I would call myself more of a verbal philosopher. I like to I like to push people and do crazy stuff in conversations." Sounds like you're just an asshole, bud. <laughs> yeah you say verbal philosopher i'm hearing asshole i'm hearing big asshole <laughs> he likes to push he likes to push boundaries a little bit um and he's he's you know sick of people getting offended so easily uh <laughs> <laughs> he's just joking all right he's just asking questions it's just free big speech. free speech warrior as well huge free speech energy yeah yeah <laughs> Loves to play devil's advocate. <laughs> Someone's got to. Always. Yeah, always. It's very important for a discourse. So we so we love Ellen, is what I'm is what I'm hearing. Uh, I mean he's gotta be better than Maybe. the last guy as king, so gotta be. Gotta be. <laughs> um okay, but but let, let me let me take us back a little bit. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I actually only have one note before we get to kind of the big the big ending yeah um and that one note is that they have been reading the journal that vin found and sazed is translating mm-hmm. 
and they keep getting to the point where they're like, man, I, like obviously it takes him a while to, to translate things. Makes total sense. Mm-hmm. This is yes. Um, and they keep like reading more of it, and they're like, man, I can't wait till we till Salzad finishes the end of this because that's gonna give us a lot of insights really important yeah why are you translating it chronologically this is my point why are we translating and reading it chronologically (laughs) skip to the end give me the last chapter right we're not reading this for fun this is not a pleasure cruise of a book we need the data give us the important data right now tell us tell us if ned stark is sitting on the iron throne (laughs) Okay, Sazet, I know that you're super interested in this, but if you get the sense that this is going to be a descriptive chapter, <laughs> they keep complaining. They keep, or Vin especially, is like, ah, I wish he would spend less time just like describing things and like all that. Like, Skip those. <laughs> Give us the spark notes, please. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm with you, man. I have no idea what's what's going on with. I feel like Sazet is just too into the story, and he's the one who gets mm-hmm. to decide how it's translated. And he's like, "I don't want to spoil it. Like, I'm sorry, <laughs> but I'm I refuse spoilers. I only that get to read be, this once. That would be really irresponsible. I mean, it didn't really help them, right? Right. Sure. <laughs> But they didn't know that until the end. <laughs> well, maybe Sazed. Maybe this is a big plan. This is Sazed's big plan to get Vin into reading. Mm. So he read the end and was like, oh, this is not going to be useful. But if I make Vin read it, maybe she'll start to <laughs> kind of get the bug, you know? <laughs> Everyone else knows this, actually. Sazed has translated the ending and given it to Kelsier and everybody else. But he's like, don't give it to Vin. <laughs> Let her earn it. She's I'm gonna get her. It. I'm gonna get her. <laughs> okay. Yes. I think I think that's probably right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um. Speaking of Sazed, we see this come out a little bit at the end, where the aging thing becomes really important. Mm-hmm. The aging thing sounds so cool for this, and. I want to know why they aren't just every night they're an old man and every day they're just like a young, fresh, strapping young lad who's bouncing around. I see. I see what you mean. Like nighttime is for old, weak, poor eyesight man. Daytime is for the coolest guy ever. (laughs) Right. I mean, okay. The thing about this is we're seeing Sazed at least in a circumstance where they're on a super important quest. Yes. Right. We're not seeing oh day to day. And I don't know if we we ever get to see a just like a normal terraceman day to day stuff, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Cuz if that's the case, I'm sure there's there's right you've got a you you've got a community of terracemen that all have this ability. And I'm sure there's different schools of thought, right? Some people are like, I want to save up all my speed and then I'm going to be really quick for this one time. Mm-hmm. And then other people are like, I'm just going to be slightly more quick all day. Right. Ooh. Or translate that to any other attribute. 
sports would be tough. We talk a lot about sports. Sports with the Terra's men. Ah, there's a there's so much more. I think it's, a, I think it's interesting actually. It's a big strategy game. Though, oh, it's right? weird. It's like, okay, okay. It's like you get you get one day before uh, the game to store up. Uh huh. And then it's like, how do you use it during the game? Uh, okay, I see. I see what you're saying. Yes, I like this dimension. What I was thinking is like, if there were no regulations on this, you just get a team that has like 500 players on it, or they save their star player until the final the last minute they sub in messy in the last minute to just destroy (laughs) right right no you gotta have you gotta have some limitations i like the limitation you've put though you get 24 hours maybe they give you the medal that you can wear yeah so it's like they know it's clean they know it's pure and they give you the medal and they're like do what you will with this yeah i like that oh yeah I, i very much like that Okay, yeah, you've you've turned me around. I think the sports here are going to be phenomenal. We love we love to see it. <laughs> and oh, and you get the spectators who are also paying attention to like what they're wearing because it's like, mm-hmm. oh, he put on the he put on the copper today. That means he's going to be going for a right. little mind game. <laughs> right, cuz there's also there's also how you use it in terms of like do I go quick bursts or do I am I just like using a small amount the whole game? Another limitation, let's say, you get to choose two rings mm-hmm. right and it's like am i going am i going speed and strength or am i going i don't know what other two would be or whatever but you have to choose your attributes right right and you're playing this little game of chess this little game of chicken with your opponent like what are they going to choose and then you got to counter it'd be there'd be like an infinite number of like positions oh. right okay yeah this is incredible this is the, this is the first sports suggestion that we've done on the pod that i think has been actually good agreed yeah the issue i think is that um there aren't really enough of them anymore to be able to play a sport game unfortunately (laughs) yes this is true this is true um otherwise though one day yeah hopefully one day um okay do you have anything else in the meantime before we get to the the culmination? Uh, potentially. What's the culmination in your eyes? Uh, when Kelsey or when when they get the prisoners and Kelsey or attacks. Okay, that's that's where that's where I'm marking the line. Okay. Yeah, I think that's a good that's a good demarcation. I want to I want to talk about something real quick before we get there. Okay. Um. So adium. The first thing I want to say about Adium, Vin just straight up kills whatever her name is, Shan, I think, or San, or yeah, yeah, the other Mistborn who's trying to attack her boyfriend. Um, and she does this trick where she like toggles the Adium to like freak her out a little bit. How is this an innovation? This, I feel like this is. You do this. I feel like everybody figures this out immediately and is like, oh, yeah, I don't have to have it on all the time. Just right when I'm trying to make a move. Yeah, I I mean. So let me first say I agree with you. The the one reason that I can think is just that ATM is so valuable mm. that like 
it's not something that you really experiment with. I see. Nobody's practicing with it in a meaningful way. Right. Okay. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, yeah, you're, you, you've got this on a cycle. You've got like 30 activations a second. You're like oscillating it. Right. Yeah. Come on. Because I am curious like how many times a, a Mistborn in their life has used Atium. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I have no idea actually. Right. Right. I mean, Mistborn are very rare and I think so. Yeah. So the, the likelihood that two of them are going to be fighting each other seems incredibly low. And the likelihood that they're fighting an inquisitor yes. also seems very low. Right. Yeah. So you, you're, you mean like this implies that they do have a decent amount of time or like resources to practice with it. Yeah, but I, I still don't understand why they have... I don't understand why this is such a valuable resource, actually. Because I don't think that they're using it that often. Think yeah, think, think about this, Luke. Before this happened, the houses were at peace for like 100 years. What are your Mistborn doing? I don't... I don't th- this kind of gets to my point last time about just like, we don't need to rely on this that much (laughs) like if this is the if this is the main like leash or collar whatever the term is Mm -hmm. that the lord ruler has over the nobility it's it seems pretty easy to throw off it seems incredibly easy to throw off yeah um now the lord ruler also sounds terrifying so like i don't want to see his big carriage coming down the street but right um, yeah, I don't care that much about the adium, adium, however we're calling it. The, okay, speaking of the adium, though, because this happens before we get to the ending fight. Kelsier goes mm. and just destroys the pit. Yeah. Way too easy, right? I was going to say, like, I don't know why this was not done earlier. If I'm a, a noble house and I want to, like, get some leverage, I just send my Mistborn to the pit and I'm like, hey, threaten to kill, threaten to destroy it. And we can get some... You don't even need a Mistborn. Right. You just need one of the one of the ones that can use the pulling one. Right. Right. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, also, sidebar about that. So... It only, it only causes damage if they actually pull on it, right? Or push on it? I think so. But yeah. they can still see if there's adium inside? Yes. Yes. So just send a guy out with everybody. Don't, you know, he's not the one reaching in to grab it, but he can at least be like, oh yeah, there's one in here. <laughs> I... Uh... <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's not the most efficient system. Yeah, I because guess. like, for one thing, it it implies that more adium is growing out of each crystal, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mark, mark, yeah, them? maybe put a timer on it. It's like put some lamps, even. What are we? What are you doing? I. I guess, Luke, we can't torture the Ska nearly as well if we do that, though. Like, this is really just a big torture machine for the Ska. 
Okay, but the thing about it is that no one else knows, right? The only point, if you want a big torture machine for the Ska, uh-huh. presumably you want that, like, the information about what's happening in here to get out, right? Because currently, the Ska are just like, yeah, this is a place that no one survives, mm-hmm. but we don't know anything beyond that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was actually like a big revelation that this is where ATM comes from. Yeah. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> this is why... So we learned that the venture, the house venture, is the one responsible for this. Mm-hmm. I, for, for running the system. Yeah. And, man, I tell you what, not the brightest group, I guess. Well, the Lord Ruler also isn't the brightest bulb in the in the bunch, is he? True. I think a True. lot of folks yeah. here, it's all nepotism. These are all just nepo babies. All nepo. Uh, true. Yeah. By definition, actually. Because, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, not a lot of subtlety here. Not a lot of cleverness, really. We never saw a clever noble person. Did you notice that? Like, aside from our, uh, like current king uh he wasn't even that clever he was just like a dreamer none of these nobles were that clever i guess the gossip lady was a little bit i mean but within like fairly normal tolerances correct right yeah disappointing disappointing noble (laughs) people i do love uh, at one point when we actually are in the room with the with the Lord Ruler. I know I'm getting ahead of us, but, yeah, yeah. but this is on topic. Yeah. So we have learned, right, that there's like books or at least one talking about the mistakes that the Lord Ruler has made. And it seems like there's plenty of them. But when we get a conversation with him, he's like, I've never made a single mistake. And anyone that says so is wrong. <laughs> Come on, man. Look outside. do you see the ash falling from the sky it used to be green you remember when it was green it looks really it looks really bad out here actually this is such a good point luke um i mean he's bad he's clearly bad all the way through right right even less sympathetic than i was expecting him to be honestly yeah, it was interesting how Brandon was setting him up as this, like, this good guy who kind of got corrupted, seemed to have been corrupted by power over a thousand years. And then he was like, psych, he's been bad the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> right. You actually don't have to have any conflicting emotions about this. <laughs> no, it's not like a it's not like a good guy that power corrupted. It was just like a total dipshit the whole time who thinks he's the best yeah yeah no self-awareness um, not uh okay are you i'm gonna i'm gonna continue on this vein even though it's let's we're, go we're, we're into the into the end game here. let's go we're in the um, end game. but i'm gonna stay on this topic specifically uh and actually let's come back to this okay because because i want to stay a little bit chronological here um one small thing which is when kelsier attacks the uh the whole group when they're like about to 
execute um, the captives, right? Mm-hmm. The ham and the soldiers that he's been training come running in when we hear a little bit of a description mm-hmm. about him and how he fights. And it's like, yeah, it's just, just kind of a mess because like pewter arms or whatever they're called, thugs, I guess, just kind of like do strong guy stuff. They bulldoze, yeah. Let's get a little bit creative mm-hmm. with how we fight with these guys, maybe, mm-hmm. I think. Like, right? Like, right. I think they're out here like punching guys. They are, yes. Or like using like normal weapons. Was am I am I remembering this right where your speed isn't increased, you're just much stronger? That's correct. Okay. So it's not like we're getting a potentially like dexterous ninja. Actually, I don't think that's correct, actually. Okay. Okay. I think that your physical attributes generally are, are Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. You're faster because they run on pewter all the way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Man, maybe, um, I think it probably depends on the kind of fighting. And I think you're right. There still is potentially some innovation to be had. But when you're fighting in a big group, like, poise isn't as important as just brute speed. That's why cavalry's so good, right? Is it just charges in and, like, doesn't stop? Sure, sure. But, I mean, like, you can go crazy with stuff. Give us some right? ideas, Luke. Get us started. Give me, like, give me, like, a... 20 foot long sword yeah okay give me a 20 foot long sword because you can because you can wield it i'm just gonna go in there and windmill at people Uh. (laughs) oh yeah baby um just give me some boulders i'm tossing boulders forget a catapult forget a trebuchet we've we've reached the next (laughs) level in human evolution you're sitting on top of a building and they're just throwing boulders up to you you're catching them throwing them down that's right. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Pewter is all you need as the source for oh, this. Yeah. Okay. Give me some guys on the roofs with pewter throwing big boulders. Wow. Yeah. I, okay. That's off the dome. That's that's 10 seconds of me thinking off the dome. I love the boulder idea. I also like the potential of you don't even need to throw them. You just roll like get a big boulder that you can roll and just <laughs> roll it through the crowd. <laughs> hey everybody just get behind right. me in the big boulder we're going i don't know the issue i with mean your maybe sword. there's a limit right they, they they do talk about how there is a limit and like how ferrochemists the reason they're so good is that they don't quite have the same limitations on on peak output i guess but still yeah i feel like you flare this you're throwing boulders easy mm-hmm that's right. Mm. <laughs> give, me, give me a reload station where on one side is someone handing me boulders and on the other side is someone feeding me pewter a, pellets. A Gatorade-like solution <laughs> made of pewter. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm constantly flaring it. That's right. Pewter's going to be go the on, cheap one, on. too. Pewter's going to be so cheap, guys. Ah. Uh. That is something important to keep in mind from the discussion we had last time where you were considering how hard it was to obtain these things. And like, yes, Peter right. is an alloy, but it's a cheap alloy, guys. Yeah. Yeah. So Kelsier fights the Lord Ruler and gets immediately demolished. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you're going to 
decide to potentially fight the Lord Ruler. Maybe on that big chalkboard we had, we need to just write a list of like known powers. So we have some idea of our bounds that we're working in. Because, like, hey guys with the spears, I appreciate your energy. I appreciate your enthusiasm. <laughs> it's not going to work and we all know that. So just like, don't even worry about it. Don't, not worth your time. Not worth your time. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I do agree. I mean, the thing is, they have no, at least to their knowledge, other than Kelsier's theories about the 11th medal, to their knowledge, there is nothing that works, right? Sure, sure. <laughs> so so when you get to this, when you, when you get to this whiteboard or chalkboard, whatever you're using, yeah. and you're brainstorming, yeah. it's just, <laughs> you're just like, all right, so we know every single method of killing this person that we're familiar with doesn't work right and so it's just like now let's let's think outside of the box is that what you're getting at yeah it's like let's like kind of like last time how we were talking about what do you just put him in a box or something like think think of some new do some mental damage on him maybe maybe give him a really hard sudoku puzzle to try and work through Ooh. okay okay also like i just take previous attempts and like stretch the bounds a little bit right so we hear that um he's been beheaded i think Mm -hmm. it's like okay let's behead him someone grab the head and run for days (laughs) is it a distance thing (laughs) great distance between head and body take the head give it to a thug and see how far they can throw it (laughs) can you who can you punt better or throw better I would guess punt, actually. So, yeah, kick it. Kick it like a soccer ball. Yeah. Um, so, so this is a good point. Yeah, yeah. We, we got we to gotta brainstorm different different solutions. And, like, because, because maybe what we learn later uh, is that a lot of the seemingly invulnerable people have one very specific weakness that, like, if you know about, it's actually pretty easy. Oh, it's easy it's super easy it's like hit the big glowing weak point that's the thing to aim for yeah yeah and i feel like too there isn't there is a tendency to not tell the grunts to not tell your like soldiers about the whole plan i feel Mm -hmm. like this is your best opportunity to collect data it's like okay we've got so many of you guys and we gotta just try stuff and see what works so if you waste your one shot by stabbing him with a spear, just leave now. Just leave now. You're not worth our time. I'm going to I'm going to be mad at you if you get within arm's length and you go with stab. Show me show me your creativity. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like we've already done stab, it doesn't work. If you do stab, you're out of the club. <laughs> I do love the idea of just being like general announcement everybody <laughs> If you get within, come up with something crazy. Come up with a weird idea. And if you get within the arm, <laughs> within the Lord Ruler, give it a shot. Give it a go. This is the icebreaker. When they got their big army together, they broke out into <laughs> small groups. And they're like, okay, everybody, to get to know each other, we're going to say our name. 
one interesting fact about yourself and how you would try and kill the Lord Ruler if you had the opportunity. All right? And just like... The, cra- the crazier, the better. <laughs> That's how you generate ideas, guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, d- I love it. I love it. Oh, I think it would have worked also. Because also, like, obviously they don't get a ton of opportunities to try these. But he is, like, available sometimes, right? Yeah, at the, like, executions? Like, at the executions. Maybe there are other events. I'm not sure. And, like, it seems like he does have the general feeling where he's like trying to make a point of like you can't kill me so he's like you know (laughs) he might let you get get a shot in right 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 exactly everybody you know one of these executions every five minutes i want somebody taking a shot right and he's not gonna quit he's not gonna leave out of fear for his own safety because he's like yeah this is fine that shows weakness also yes it shows that he's scared about being killed and (laughs) so it really backfires on him because he's like i'll show him i can't be killed and they're like all right bet (laughs) also it's like the crazy ideas are like you know stupid stuff (laughs) so he's like i'm not gonna run away from people wrapping towels around my legs or whatever was that (laughs) spaghetti did you just throw raw spaghetti at me but no, that's not going to work. Stop doing little ritual dances around me. It's not scaring me. <laughs> uh, it's working. I think it's working. I agree. I think at least, especially after a thousand years, we've got to be trying some new stuff, guys. That's right. That's right. Man. Even even with the uh, even with the inquisitors, let's pull out these things. Pull out these. Pull out their eyeballs. They're steel rods. I mean, I know the eyeballs wouldn't actually work, but mm. I don't know. I'm I'm glad you brought up the Inquisitors, Luke, because mm-hmm. Marsh at one point is talking to Vin or somebody, and essentially they're like, "I was trying to find out if the Inquisitors have any secrets." Um, I mean, Marsh. They for sure have like at least one big secret, which everybody should know at this point. It's just like, how do they do the eye thing? Like, <laughs> that's maybe a secret would be good to find out. Like, how does that whole thing work? <laughs> but I want to. So, so your your qualm here is that he he went general secrets and not just like, what's with the eyes? My qualm. I think at one point he is talking to Vin and he's like, I didn't have time to uncover their secrets. And it's like, the eye thing is like the main secret that everyone is interested in, I would imagine. (laughs) Right. It's the first question. It's the one that that really gets us about the Inquisitors. (laughs) It's like, how what's going on with them? How do they do the eye thing? I feel like he was just, he's just, you know, kind of blinded a little bit. He's casting a wide net, though, Dan. I guess. You know? He's got to give himself more credit. <laughs> he does. He does. And ultimately, um, 
He uh, is quite valuable. Uh, so I, I have one question here for you, actually. Yeah. Which is, who do, who do we think is the MVP? Oh, we need an MVP. And now I realize that this was a true team effort, right? It was, yes. And you can make an argument for MVP for at least three people, I think, which are Kelsier, Vin, and Marsh. Agreed. Agreed. I... Hmm. I kind of want to take Marsh out of the running, and here's why. I feel like still possible without Marsh infiltrating the Inquisitors. So it's sort of tidy here at the end because all the other Inquisitors in the room get taken out and he's the last one. So he is the one that gets power and is able to like use that at the end to like form this new coalition government. Right. I feel like his only contribution to killing the Lord Ruler was like making sure that the other Inquisitors didn't interfere. Yes. Uh, Yes, I agree. And so, like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of... There could have been... A lot of other players could have done that role if they had been in the room. Maybe not as well, but it wasn't that hard to kill the Lord Ruler either. It was like, yeah, take his wristbands off. <laughs> I didn't need I didn't need yeah, 20 okay. minutes to do that. I, I, I think this is kind of a tough question because I do think each person's role was, like, very critical. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I don't think that without Marsh, they succeed. Because I don't think anyone else is able to take out more Inquisitors without knowing the the secret, right? Um, and and then Vin, obviously, is the one that actually kills the Lord Ruler. And Kelsier is the one that, like, you know, like inspires sets up the, the opportunity. Yeah. So, Can I throw it, someone in the mix? It's kind of a false question. Can I throw someone in the mix? Oh, sure. Yeah. Sazed. Yeah. I, I was considering adding him. What, what's your what's your argument for Sazed? Sazed is Sazed strikes me well. Sazed kind of provided that key element for this whole thing to to click into place, right? Sazed. What what I hear you is putting Sazed as more of an X factor. Okay, yes, Sazed is for sure one hundred percent X factor. Yes, you're right. You're right. Okay, back to the MVP discussion. Fair enough. Um, I mean, it's, it's gotta be Kelsier, right? I would, I would think so. We gotta give it to Kelsier. Unless we're putting Kelsier as coach. That's actually, this is my, this is my argument. Kelsier as coach. Vin is MVP. Mm. Sazed X factor. What's, what's my role for Marsh? (laughs) What's our play of the game? (laughs) Oh, play of the game is Marsh's. Yeah. Seven kills, seven inquisitor kills. That's our play of the game for sure. Yeah. Or eight or however many he gets. It's a yeah. lot. <laughs> well, give us any listeners out there, assign more roles if we're missing any. Of course. Yeah, hit us up. Who's, who's, who's sixth man of the year? <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. What else do we have here? Okay. I actually do have another question. Why did I not like Kelsier more? I'm trying to figure this out because, mm-hmm. yeah, like he was fine, but I, I, 
didn't really connect with him that much. And like, honestly, I, I wasn't a huge fan of Kelsier throughout the book. Mm-hmm. However, like just looking at things, he did a great job. Right? Yes. And I'm trying to figure out why, here's, why, why I didn't like him as much as I should have. Here's why I think you didn't like him as much. And this is gonna, this is petty. This is shallow, but it's why I didn't like him as much. I, I am very petty and shallow, so this is that's good. Poor orator. <laughs> so you remember his speech was like not that impressive, like the, the early one. The yeah. early one was not that impressive, and like I don't know, he never said anything that was that cool to anybody. Like the whenever he was talking to somebody, it was pretty straightforward. He didn't have any clever. I didn't feel like he was super clever or anything. He was just kind of doing his own deal right i guess here's here's the thing actually i don't think we saw kelsier do that much on screen fair yes because like the things that we see on screen are him like in meetings with the group which like i like i don't want to take that away right like he was the, the the key member of the group coming up with all the plans and everything inspiring everybody um and then like we see him like a couple times going out into the mist we only see like one f- maybe two fights with him mm-hmm. and but like his big contribution is essentially like the the house war that he has kicked off and like most of that work is done off screen and so, I don't know. Is that maybe that's why I'm not quite as impressed? So what I'm doing now is trying to compare him with who's our Stormlight buddy, who's our main Stormlight buddy, Kaladin. Kaladin. I'm trying to because they feel similar in a lot of ways. Sure. Obviously, their backgrounds are different, but they're like interested in protecting people they want to do the right thing they're trying to make a change in the world kaladin is cooler to me than maybe maybe i i feel like maybe this is it kaladin since we get so much more of his inner dialogue Mm -hmm. you kind of get the like inner doubts and that kind of thing and he feels maybe more like a real person whereas like the defining characteristic of kelsier is just like confidence and even arrogance at times and so maybe that's where i'm like he doesn't quite feel like a real person to me and like the main times i see him i'm kind of annoyed by him like being late or or you know putting himself above others maybe i think this is a great analysis i i think this is actually it because in the scenes that he is in where he's fighting he's so cool we love to see him fight Every other time, it's like, mm, you, yeah, you're kind of annoying, man. <laughs> so I, I think that depth of character just doesn't feel like it's there. He feels like that smile that he's always got is like the the extent of his character. Yeah, yeah. Also, which I mean, I mean, is fine. Like we don't we, he's not actually our main character. Like we get his perspective sometimes, but not a ton. Right. Well, and like the. The big struggle that he has about his his wife betraying him or not 
like there's not a lot of time that he spends really thinking about that vin at one point is right. like hey maybe she didn't betray you and he's like oh that'd be cool <laughs> right it, yeah okay could we do it actually a quick side note here yeah yeah, yeah. for a moment um i think i'm gonna say that we were actually pretty on point with our theory on what was happening in this room that kelsier kept trying to get to remind oh that they were just always there so this room which kelsier says the loaderillo goes to for like three hours once a week like clockwork Uh uh-huh which as it turns out i think we can interpret it as this is when he goes to store up his young person juice. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, yeah, I feel like you could interpret that as him hanging out with his buddies because he's just there being old. Right. <laughs> There's not a TV in this room. <laughs> it's just him and a couple of inquisitors that are chilling. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Which is what we said last week. And I think we were right. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to disagree with you, Luke. (laughs) So, there we are. Hmm. Luke, as we approach the end, I feel like things were rushed to the government stage a little bit quickly. So, Lord Ruler's dead, and they're like, all right, let's see who's going to be king and, like, what the government's going to look like. Let's nail that out. Let's... Let's figure out this situation. Uh, The dude who you just killed was like literally your God. You all were like, this person is God. They've been around for a thousand years and they're supremely powerful. Maybe we shouldn't. Maybe like the first thing we do shouldn't be like, all right, we got to figure out how to govern this. Let's do that. Like, I feel like we've got bigger questions now that we've literally killed God. Um, that we should probably talk about just in a big circle or something. So, okay, what what are you saying are these issues that we need to talk about? Like, there are a whole society revolved around the fact that this guy is God. And so, like, everything right. makes sense because, like, God, God says it's it should be this way, and so that's why it is. I do, I do think okay so basically they 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 put Elland as king yeah and I'm assuming there's like at least some level of structure that they balance out other than that but I feel like before this it's like okay let's set out let's set out some goals for like what we're going for right Maybe a mission statement. Uh-huh. Important. Um, Gotta have a mission statement. Just kind of get get some of the more general stuff down. Because I feel like who's in charge of certain things are details. Right. I don't know. Like, what, what are we going for here? What do we want? Here's, here's a big issue I have, Luke. How, how do you establish a democracy in a world where... People can manipulate your actions without you knowing. Mm-hmm. This is this is in in the abstract, right? Because they have not done a democracy. Correct. In the book. Correct. But I'm imagining if I'm in this if I'm in this world and I'm like, what kind of government would I want? I'd love to be able to vote on stuff. 
Like man, I, it's it feels impossible. It feels impossible to be like, oh, don't worry, there's nobody around here that's trying to convince you to vote for me, Ellen. Right. Okay, because you can burn. I, I forget which one it is. It's whatever the smoker one is to make it so that I believe that's copper. Like you, you yourself cannot be influenced. And that also, like, hides use nearby, I think. Mm -hmm. However, me burning copper, I don't think, helps the person next to me resist, uh, like, soothing or whatever. It doesn't, because Kelsier has to riot their crew when the Lord Ruler is, like, soothing them. Right. It's very tough. (laughs) Do you just, like... Do you just like straight up have a soother and a rider at every polling place being like, look, we've got them both here. They're both going to be doing their thing. So it'll cancel out. Come on, let's vote. Well, the tough thing is you need it more than just at the vote, right? Oh, yeah. At all the rallies. Yeah. Because then like your 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 rioters are going to win all the elections because like at their rallies or in their whatever, they've been getting people hyped. Mm hmm mm-hmm yeah yeah you can't i don't think i don't know i don't know how you do it the, the tough thing is right you can't ban it because like they're such cheap metals yeah <laughs> right oh that, like i don't know i don't know what the solution is uh yeah so maybe 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 this is what Lord, the Lord Ruler meant when he was like, you have no idea what I've been doing for you guys. It's going to be a disaster. <laughs> Good luck, everybody. I'm out. Yeah. Hmm. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully. At least a little interesting. At least different than the last thousand years, right? Right. Right. All right, so... We are going to leave Miss Bourne behind for now. And uh, we're going to pick up we're going to pick up a new author for next week. Luke, what are we reading next week? That's right. Next week, we're going to start. Uh, it's called To Shape a Dragon's Breath. Uh, and that is by Monique Will Black Goose. Mm-hmm. Split that so in that's a third. We'll be reading next. It's next week. Yep. One third of that book for next week yeah love to get back to dragons oh i'm so excited to get back to dragons luke that's mostly why i was interested in this book so (laughs) let's get some dragons going on that's right well just like a the beautiful and majestic dragon (laughs) next week we'll be uh we'll be puffing out some hot takes (laughs) Also like a a, a dragon will be some dumb nerds. (laughs) 